0: This week in Agriculture, a production of the Red River Farm Network with a look at markets. I'm Randy Conan. Stonex market analyst Mark Lucas says the grain trade is seeing technical weakness by the end of the week, triggered mainly by the USDA's Ag Outlook Forum.
1: Uh, we really kind of pulled the rug out from underneath corn yesterday with some of the numbers that they came out with. Um, this is the Ag uh, Outlook Forum out in Washington, D.C., and... Uh, Big part of it was the yield numbers that they're planning on using for this year, which seemed to be, you know, well above what uh, people were expecting, and and uh, just kind of really shook the confidence of the corn market here, and, and gave uh, the funds a reason to come in and do some pretty aggressive selling.
0: USDA's Grain and Oilseeds Outlook called for higher planted acreage of corn, soybeans, and wheat. According to USDA, combined acreage for all three crops projected at 228 million acres, nearly 3% higher than in 2022. Among the three crops, wheat acreage is projected to increase the most, though, in response to global prices. AgriSampo North America market analyst Sterling Smith says the grains saw selling pressure from several areas on Friday including the Ag Outlook Forum.
1: Technical sale- selling going on we also have uh... continued follow through selling from the uh, outlook conference report uh... looking at the way open interest has dropped in corn pretty clear that we're seeing some fund liquidation particularly for old crop and the outlook conference served as a reminder that yes corn supplies are probably going to be getting bigger and not smaller i mean we're at the very start of things and this is the first look and plenty can change
0: USDA lead outlook coordinator Andrew Sowell says there is expectation that twenty twenty-three will be a year of high commodity prices. It's
1: projected up about up nearly three percent to two hundred and twenty-eight million acres, which would be the largest in nine years. High prices and expectations of strong profitability have driven up the forecast for major crops. But I think it's important to understand this projection assumes normal planning conditions. Some of the low years we've seen in recent memory, notably nineteen twenty and 22-23 were down due to overly wet conditions in the northern plains which prevented some acres from being planted. We think that producers of the major crops will have plenty of incentive to plant this year but we can't know what curveballs nature could throw at us when the time comes.
0: And Saul breaks down those acreage estimates.
1: Corn acreage up about 2.4 million to 91 million. Uh, this is with high prices, strong profitability, soybeans holding steady at 87 and a half, not losing any ground and staying at a pretty strong planting level. Wheat is projected to have the biggest change, up 3.8 million acres to 49.5, which would be the largest all-wheat acreage in seven years. Strong pricing for wheat drives this momentum, with winter wheat acreage already up 11 percent according to the NAS data. And while relative profitability of the various crops matters, an important consideration is always crop rotations, particularly in the current environment.
0: While the grain market was watching the Ag Outlook Forum, Corn Belt Marketing Market Analyst Sam Hudson says the livestock market was watching that BSE case in Brazil.
1: You know, Talking about export bans in China and and what that's going to mean here for our U.S. market, the breadth and depth of these situations is always kind of a question mark leading up to the front end. Is this kind of a one-off deal? or are we going to see you know, more cases here into next week help you know, kind of fuel the trade and get the shorts out of the market. So the fact that cash prices have been so strong and, and we've you know, had this continued theme of herd liquidation, I think, uh, just kind of feeds into this. And, and we'll see what the live cattle uh, contract wants to do and, and see what the feeder cattle, uh, if they want to chase them higher here.
0: And that's a look at markets this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan. It's the Integra Seed Post-Harvest Report. Kyle Schultz farms in Wheatland, North Dakota. How did it go last year with Integra? You know, I was very impressed. We uh, had our back against the wall in the spring,
1: and with the wet weather, our Integra products, especially our soybeans, yielded far and above any competitors. I was extremely impressed, and
0: we were at farm record on a lot of units. That's outstanding. Check with your local Integra seed dealer on how you can bushel up in 2023. Don't miss the dry bean scene every Friday at 1235 on the Red River Farm Network. Specialty crop markets are special and require more digging than corn, soybeans, and wheat. We do that digging by talking with numerous crop scouts, growers, and processors in the North Harvest region or wherever beans that affect local markets are grown. So follow the dry bean scene every Friday at 1235 on this Red River Farm Network station. The dry bean scene, brought to you by the North Harvest Bean Growers Association
2: a look at farm news this week in agriculture i'm sierra doctor on the red river farm network tensions between the united states and china are on a low boil the u.s is warning china against supplying weapons and ammunition to russia this is the latest skirmish between the two superpowers following the downing of the chinese surveillance balloon china is the top export market for u.s agriculture accounting for a record 33 billion dollars in sales this past year South Dakota Attorney General Marty Jackley announced South Dakota has joined 23 other states in filing a lawsuit against the Biden administration's Waters of the United States rule. The states contend that the rule, signed by President Biden on his first day in office in 2021 would redefine navigable waters that would be placed under the Clean Water Act. Jackley stated that placed an undue burden on South Dakotans who would face federal government punishment for even the slightest misuse. North Dakota, Montana and Wyoming are among some of the states involved in the lawsuit. It's crunch time in the North Dakota legislature. All bills must get through one chamber before crossover to move forward. In addition to the corporate farming law, Agriculture Commissioner Doug Goring says there's a lot of issues facing ag.
1: I think the other thing that they're working on also is some foreign ownership bill. The, The foreign ownership bill, they've also been working on a lot of value-added uh, programs for value-added agriculture. Um, I know the infrastructure bill for rural communities, that's still being floated and talked about. I believe there's $15 million they're dedicating or looking at for that. There are some uh, bills with respect to helping counties and townships with zoning.
2: The North Dakota House has passed a bill that would create an equal distribution of funds between the State Corn Growers Association and the State Checkoff Council. Bismarck Representative Brandon Pritchard said the corn growers group now receives 6% of checkoff funds while the Promotion and Research Council receives the rest.
1: The growers are the advocacy and education wing of the industry and the A committee believes fair distribution of funds is necessary. There is a precedent for arranging equal distribution through a legislative remedy. About 20 years ago, the Grain Growers Association and the Durham Growers received an unequal distribution of funds. Today, after the legislative remedy of equal distribution, both groups work well together for the wheat growers and industry. We believe that this is what will happen with the corn industry as it's important to have fair distribution.
2: A compromise bill was put together during the first part of the North Dakota legislative session to adjust zoning regulations for animal agriculture projects. House Ag Committee Chair Paul Thomas explains House Bill 1423.
1: So our current state law of zoning by miles compares to our surrounding states that zone in feet. That's the reality. We zone in miles, our surrounding states zone in feet. So what we're doing with this is we're bringing ourselves closer to an environment that wants to encourage animal agriculture, but we are certainly not taking away any unreasonable right of of residents that live in the country or neighbors that live in the country that don't want some large animal operation close to their place. That's already taken care of in statute.
2: And this bill has passed the House with a 76 to 17 vote and will now go on to the Senate. Minutes from the Federal Reserve meeting earlier this month have been released. This information suggests the Fed may take a slower pace with its interest rate increases. There are also Fed officials concerned about inflation and don't want to stop the interest rate hikes too soon. Another quarter point increase is expected when the Fed meets again in late March. And that's a look at farm news this week in agriculture. I'm Sierra Doctor on the Red River Farm Network.
1: Even when a crop is insured through standard insurance options, it may not always be enough. A supplemental coverage option or enhanced coverage option can provide extra protection. SEO and ECO are area-based policies that could ensure yields as high as 95%. To find out if an SEO or ECO policy is right for you, contact the insurance team at Egg Country Farm Credit Services. Egg
0: Country, focused on ag, focused on you. Providing play-by-play for the business of agriculture, the Red River Farm Network. First time the oil industry has joined farm groups supporting the higher ethanol blended fuel.
2: Also speaking at today's NDSU Extension Weed Plot Tour was NDSU Weed Scientist. The
0: program is for farmers and ranchers who suffered livestock or feed losses. Say offices as details for phase two of the emergency. Markets, weather, farm policy. If it affects your bottom line you'll hear it on the red river farm network we're reporting agriculture's business
3: a look at weather this week in agriculture on the red river farm network i'm whitney Pittman. the dry conditions of last fall have made farmers and ranchers leery of future drought sterling marketing group president john nalivka says livestock producers are still weary about restocking and the numbers show herd rebuilding might not happen in 2023
1: the problem is, even if you get drought relief, you know, you get a check from the government, or you know, you buy hay. You, that's not long-term conditions for for herd rebuilding and you know supporting the economics of this industry. You have to have it, it takes grass. Cattle cattle graze, and and it's largely so the the industry is largely supporting by the grazing resource of this country. And and it's not just and drought's and, and part of it, but the other part of it is how much. And I think people are looking forward. How much how much are we going to take out of grazing as a result of environmentalists want, wanting just to not have cattle out there grazing? And I, I think that's the real
0: deal.
3: Cold temperatures and blizzard conditions have improved across the region. National Weather Service Aberdeen meteorologist Carrie Flegel says temperatures in the Dakotas will remain in the single digits and northern Minnesota. The Minneapolis area and southeast can expect temperatures in the low 20s Snowfall across the three states varied.
2: In Chanhassen, they had uh, 12.1 inches of snow. They've also had some other observations in the southern metro area of 13 to 16 inches and a few uh, reports of closer to 15 to 16 inches. Central to northeastern South Dakota, um, much of our snow ranged from about 6 inches to 12 inches. It's definitely a widespread snow event.
3: The weather forecast for south america remains wet for southern brazil resulting in more harvest delays while central and northern brazil will see less frequent rains allowing better harvest activity world weather incorporated says southern argentina is unlikely to see much rain over the next week to 10 days while the central part of the country may see some rains for northeastern argentina this is the best chance to get some much needed rains over the next week DTN progressive farmer senior ag meteorologist John Baranick spoke about South America's struggle with weather as they fall behind on second crop corn planting as they approach the dry season in central Brazil.
1: This year they're they're having a tough time of it. So they're they're well behind average. They're at 50. They should be at 63. Last year they were at 68% at the same time. So they're well behind. They're about a week, week and a half behind the normal pace. And the more they keep pushing that backward, keep delaying it. Uh, the more exposed they are going to be to the wet season, especially if it, uh, it comes a little bit early this year, as typically does during La Niña.
3: Argentina and southern Brazil continue to see exceptionally dry conditions. North Dakota Agriculture Weather Network director Darrell Richardson expects the region to see a cooler than normal spring, but there shouldn't be a repeat of last year's wet planting season. Richardson says there isn't much frost in the ground. A lot of spots
0: it's more like a foot. So I think a positive of that agriculturally is instead of a lot of energy this spring going into getting rid of all that frost in the soil, that energy will be used to warm up the soil and low warm up the atmosphere perhaps a little bit. So that big snowstorm in December, although it's kind of a tough week, I think has a net benefit perhaps this upcoming spring. If we can keep the big storm away, you know we had a couple last year in April of course, it really hurt the planting season. If those stay away this year, I think that storm in December actually will probably help us get out in the fields a little bit earlier this year.
3: This has been your look at weather this week in agriculture on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Whitney Pittman. When we think March, we think crop insurance. Hi, this is Bethany
2: Rents, crop insurance agent with Irie Insurance. We will be hosting a March farmer meeting to discuss the 2023 outlook, which will include examples using set spring MPCI prices and share strategies that are geared towards protecting your revenue and preserving your equity. Let us at Irie Insurance be your crop insurance partner. Join us for our meeting in Hillsborough on Thursday, March 2nd at 8 a.m. For location details, please visit our website at ireins.com. You're
0: and appreciated at Irie. Irie Insurance
2: is an equal opportunity provider.
0: Taking a look at the Job Opportunities tab on the Red River Farm Network website, True North Equipment is looking for a corporate service manager. Competitive pay, great benefits. AURI is seeking a business development manager. RD Offit Farms and Dakota Ingredients, also with jobs posted. Find out all the details on the Job Opportunities in Agriculture tab on the Red River Farm Network website. That's rrfn.com.